Welcome, listeners, to another episode of the Working Experience Podcast. We've created a new audio series, the Working Experience Masterclass, focused on advice to master skill, improve your life, and conquer work. Each podcast is short, roughly 10 minutes of actionable advice to push you forward in the game of life. Are you ready to hustle to an enlightened full life? Then buckle up and let the value pour into your ears. The working experience. Route 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleep. There is no service on the... Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, Yeah, folks, we're going to be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. Y'all need that report ASAP. Where are we on that presentation? Man, HR wants to see you. Did you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at 10. Need to stay late, Bob. Teamwork makes the dream work. They're moving in a different direction. And after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Who ate my Where are my hot pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, God, what's that? He was no. flipping his Sexual toenails at his desk. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. Hey everybody, welcome to this Masterclass episode of the Working Experience Podcast. It's Maddie Kay. And John, and we have a Masterclass for you today. Why businesses fail? Well, most of my businesses have failed due to sheer incompetence and lack of hard work. So we should probably put that right at the top. I think that's that sounds like a cocktail for success if I've ever heard one. <laughs> well, it it got a certain person elected president, so um, you know. Yeah, uh, good old good old Donnie, I think is um, like somewhere around four hundred million in the hole. <laughs> he is amazing. The facade he has created, like I was talking about this with someone today. How does he pay for things? Like, it seems like he has no money. Well, he's still worth, he's probably worth over a billion, but nobody really knows. But what's so crazy about it is he's paid like less than 750 bucks in taxes, which is hilarious. Yeah. And then he owes presumably banks and debtors like $400 million, yet he's worth a billion. And I'm, I'm sure he's his, all of his money is in various trusts and corporations and stuff, and the creditors just can't get at the $400 million that Donnie owes. But, I mean, he hasn't pay, had to pay income tax because he keeps saying his businesses have failed. So how I mean, well, look, I mean the the whole thing about the I don't want to get too into this in this masterclass, but the way that the and, and the politicians and the Democrats are boohooing, everyone wrote those laws. He hasn't broken any laws. He's just and, and he's, he's hired very expensive lawyers and accountants to do so. But especially within real estate, you can depreciate assets. You can I don't want to use the term hide income. But you and big companies do this, Apple, Facebook, they take their patents and they put it into an offshore company in Ireland. And then all that money gets taxed at a very low Ireland rate. And then they take all their expenses. So they look like they're losing money. Hollywood knows this very well, too, when they have to pay an actor based on revenues that all films, quote unquote, take a huge bath. 
So what he's doing is not necessary. Look, it, it, there's a gray area and what needs to be rewritten are the laws. He's taking advantage of the laws that were written by his predecessors. Well, that's where the working experience exists, the gray area. The gray <laughs> we, area. We love we, sw- that. we swim in the gray area. So this advice is not for the Donald Trumps of the world, but, you know, maybe, hey, your small business will get there at some point. I mean, uh, Amazon started in a garage, supposedly. Um, so now, a cor- so a lot of people want to start their own business. You hear the word entrepreneur all the time. You hear... Uh, or you see on Facebook all the time these people who are, you know, get out there and start your business. Stop working for someone else and, you know, be your By own By the way, boss. we have to, we really have to jump on that bandwagon. Well, we got to start selling some dreams, Maddie. I know. But there are, owning your own business sounds great, but there are a lot of pitfalls. I mean, first of all, you don't have days off. You don't have vacation. Nobody's paying you health insurance. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, you look at me. I'm like the king of pitfalls. Oh, Jesus. I mean, you know. Just, John, uh, just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm upstairs trying to break my kid's piggy bank you're, you're to make in, the next car payment. I mean, you're in your basement right now doing a podcast. This is exactly <laughs> a recipe for success. This isn't exactly winning at life. So a lot of people want to do it. And hey, there's, you know, a lot of pride that goes with it and everything. And it's great. But you just have to be prepared for certain realities that a lot of people, I think, don't quite have their eyes open to. Um, one of which is, according to research performed by the Small Business Administration, only half of new businesses last for the first five years, and only a third of new businesses last for 10. And in the first five years, those businesses are probably not really making a lot of money. Um, but do they are they taking into account like lemonade stands? Yeah, that you uh insist like seasonal business like if right. i wanted to open up a hot dog stand selling your pumpkins and whatnot <laughs> i think you had the idea of selling halloween candy on halloween you were charging when they came to the door that, that absolutely kind of yeah yeah and, the, and, and all the trick-or-treaters act so surprised i know i know i know this is good stuff this is quality chocolate son. i think you you couched it as a donation but it was sort of obscure as to where it was going uh based on research done by bloomberg forbes reports that of every 10 new businesses eight will fail after the first 18 months so that's even uh, an even more grim statistic so here are some reasons why we'll just go back and forth on these uh, one, leadership failure, lack of management skills, uh, ability to delegate, lack of vision. You cannot lead if you don't have the vision. Why would anyone follow you? And I certainly can relate to that um, with uh, my colleague here, just a lack of vision. Lack well, I mean, of management if, I skills. Mean, just failure. Just failure. Just who you are. <laughs> I mean, failure. Once I read failure. It's just, it's nail on the head. Yeah. Um, so then not standing out from other businesses. So, you know, you got to differentiate your products. You know, you know, it's why, why else would anyone want to deal with you? Um, you know, what makes you special? You need to find your, your business's voice. And this comes down to marketing relationships, uh, a customized approach on how you deal with the pub- public and build your brand. I think in this age of internet, people are really looking for 
I mean, you take like gym memberships. Nobody wanted to do the, uh, you know, the, the subscriptions that, you know, the contracts and all that. They want flexibility and they want things kind of tailored to them. And if you think about the Geico ads, which are great, um, I think they're hilarious. The Allstate ads, I don't think they're funny, but I remember them. And then that woman, Flo, I forget which insurance company. I think she's progressive. Yeah. And, you know, those are all just insurance, boring stuff. But they've managed to differentiate themselves from all the other insurance companies. Um, Not being, number three, not being in touch with your customer needs. You need to listen to feedback from your customers. Maybe what you are offering isn't what they need anymore. Maybe you need to up your game, your product, etc. Do your market research. Be responsible and adapt. So maybe what you've been doing for a year, you know, the human humans are very finicky, uh, especially these days. People, they just want new stuff all the time. Fads come in and out. So... You know, people don't... Uh, I mean, look at video games. Video games have changed. We've, we've had video games for, what, since the 1970s, probably? And those yeah. have become so much more, like, personalized to people. You just got up your game. I, I think it's it really... They probably started in the 70s, but then they really became prominent in the 80s. And yeah. now the graphics, as opposed to what we played on as children, now it's, it's, an, it's literally like a movie. You could watch a trailer for the next game coming out and think it's a trailer for a movie. Yeah. I mean, look at all the terrible feedback we get for this podcast. The problem is we we ignore it. We ignore it. We don't listen. It's not healthy to read the comments. No. So we just, we just, it's like a head in the sand. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So you want to take the Okay, so lack of a business model. You may have a great product, but you don't have a strategic plan to make it profitable. Or you may not have done your research and there is no revenue stream. You need a solid plan based on research. Again, right up our alley. Yeah. Lack. lack. That's another key term, lack. Well, where's the revenue stream for this podcast? No, there's none. There's none. There, I, I, to use the term stream quantifies as something that's like constant, steady, and strong. This is more like a trickle. Well, for the amount of money we're spending, sure, there's a stream. It's just going the other way. <laughs> yeah, the opposite way. That's yeah, not... the, the, it's a leaky faucet. Case in point, and listeners, this is true. I haven't told John this. My my brother uh, ordered a T-shirt. Guess what? He never got it. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, no. Yeah, Did no, he ne- really? Never arrived. Yeah. So that's probably why, maybe part of the reason why. You know what? I, I've got to check to see if, was he charged? See, I don't know. I'm just waiting for a massive fraud lawsuit to come in. <laughs> <laughs> there is no t-shirt. Now, I ordered, though, I ordered four t-shirts and they did come. They I got. see. I ordered two t-shirts and they came. Yeah, I so. wonder what happened with your brother. I don't know. I don't know. This is our revenue stream, folks. This yeah, is our yeah. business it's plan. It's me, you, and your brother. I can't we even keep... get my brother to buy it. No, John's family's out. <laughs> um, so we're buying our own product, <laughs> you see? <laughs> and it's going well. It's going well. It's going well. It's yeah. going swimmingly. Which brings us to number five, poor financial management. 
many profitable businesses have failed due to poor financial management. You need to know down to the last dime how much money is coming in and uh, where it's going. And you also need to know how much money is going out. You also need a contingency plan if there's a financial crisis, i.e. the pandemic. Someone needs to be in charge of paying the bills, the taxes, balancing the books, and needs to stay on top of that. So <clears throat> I think it all sounds very boring to me. Very boring. Spreadsheets, computers, I don't know. Um, but I think like a lot of restaurants, you know, like they, I know of a specific restaurant, they just never paid their taxes. So the tax man came after three years and they owed a huge bill and they had to shut well, down. Well, that was, um, wasn't that a famous actor? Wesley Snipes, didn't he famously not pay taxes? Well, I think he was involved in fraud. Like he had an actual scheme going on or something like oh, that. Oh, he had a scheme going I think Th- so. That's also a big no-no. I mean, he went to prison for three years, so he was doing something. Um, but like Dane Cook, his like half-brother was his business oh, stole, manager. right? Yeah. And he just, he never paid his taxes. He stole his money. He gave him false financial statements and... So that's why I think probably the benefit of having a family run business is there. Well, I mean, he was his half brother, but you know, you got to have somebody you trust handling the money. Either it's got to be you or somebody else, and somebody's got to keep track of it. You got to pay your taxes, you got to pay the bills, you got to do all that stuff. Or you could have the greatest idea in the world, and you could have all kinds of people buying your product, but if you don't manage the money, you're going to be in trouble. Uh, and that and that leads us to uh, the last point is too rapid growth and over expansion. So make sure you can manage your business. Do not count on one business or part of a business business to pay for another. If you get in over your head and cannot service the demand, you will lose your customers. Don't get overconfident and order too much inventory. <laughs> Practice yeah. sustainable growth. We have in our warehouse. We have. 300,000 t-shirts that if we don't sell by the end of this month, we're in big trouble. We're done. Yeah, we're done. I went ahead and ordered them. I thought, well, it's an investment. I mean, come on. Oh, it's an investment. Yeah, cash that in. Well, you know, Anthony Bourdain talked about working for, he just, he used this, he was talking about this exact thing. He said these guys had a really good sports bar. I think in Manhattan, where he worked, successful, did well. Then they opened a second location, and it was doing okay, but they were still... It was it was fairly profitable, but they had, they had had to use some money from the first location to finance the second. And then they opened a third location, and... Uh, over, just, a little overextension. Yeah, totally overextended. They couldn't manage the whole thing, and, and it closed. They were using the first business to pay for the other two, and that's not a sustainable model. Or it's, you know, ordering way too much stuff or or trying to take on too much. Like saying, yeah, we can do this. Yeah, we can do that. And you can't really do it. Which is worse than just saying, no, I don't. You know, our business doesn't handle that. Which I think at some point you've got to establish your identity. Like this is what we do and this is what we don't do. And, you know, people respect that. Rather than telling people... Oh, sure, we'll do that, and you can't. Now you have, you know, your reputation takes a hit. Um, All right, that's, uh, you know, we've got to wrap this up because I'm getting a washer delivered, and that's the doorbell. 
Oh, fantastic. Well, good luck with that. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsors, One Circle Media and the Still Believe app, the only app that delivers video proof of the Tooth Fairy and Santa by simply taking a picture. Download the app at stillbelieve.co today and amaze your kids. And if you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain your audience, reach out to me at john at onecirclemedia.com. I would love to hear from you. And that's it. The end. The sweet end. Until our next audio encounter.